0: There are things you saw over and over in cartoons as a kid that you never ran into as an adult. I never saw a boy scout help an old lady across the street. I never saw a woman jump on a chair when she saw a mouse. I never saw a woman faint when she saw a mouse and be revived with smelling salts. Back then, everyone seemed to carry smelling salts. Now, we don't even know what they are. I never saw a woman hit her husband with a rolling pin. I never saw a drunk talking to a lamppost. I never saw a guy with a toothache wear a towel wrapped around his head, tied in a bow at the top. What was that for? I visited the poorest countries on earth but never met anyone so broke they were wearing a barrel. And in all my visits to all the world's jungles and deserts, I never saw quicksand. I saw it in cartoons and sitcoms and dramas and action movies. It seemed to be everywhere. Well, guess what? Quicksand does exist, but it's extremely rare, and it's completely impossible to get sucked under it. Now, there are things in comedy that do exist in real life, but they're not funny at all. I once slipped on a banana appeal. Classic comedy, right? Except when I did it, I tore a groin muscle. Not amusing to me. Hilarious to you, I'm sure. Grow up. My neighbor once fell down a manhole. It messed her up for life. And in Kazakhstan, I did something I'd only seen in cartoons. I fell through a stairway that had a missing step. I wound up feet dangling supported by my armpits. Not funny, man. Oh, and I suffer from sciatica. You know that disease where grandpa says, Oh, my sciatica's acting up. Guess what? (laughs) Sciatica hurts like a bitch. Finally, in Honduras, I was chased out of a restaurant by an angry chef with a meat cleaver. I'd seen this in millions of cartoons, but trust me, when it happens to you, it's scary. My tour director had parked me at this cozy bistro with the assurance, The meal has been paid for in advance, drinks included. Even beer, I asked? Anything. Including beer. Beer's okay. To be safe, I cleared it again with the waiter. I can order a beer and there will be no charge? There will be no charge. Everything is paid for I didn't even want a beer but it was free so I ordered one and at the end of the meal I got charged for it I told the waiter hey you said beer was included no senor, soft drinks are included beer is extra I'm not paying for this he went to the kitchen to discuss this with his boss and a moment later an old lady came charging out of the back waving a meat cleaver and screaming at me in Spanish The sad part is, this is still one of the better meals I had in Honduras. The country's national cuisine is Applebee's, Pizza Hut, and Chinese food on Sundays. And service is not really their strong suit. I walked into a Chinese place that was dead empty except for seven waiters standing in a corner smoking. No one came over to me. No one even acknowledged my presence for half an hour. I've been to 134 countries. When people ask me my worst trip, I tell them my vacations are like my children. There are some I hate much more than others. But if I were ranking my worst vacation, Honduras would definitely be in the top one. I'm not alone in this. In fact, the first out-of-towner to have a bad visit there was Christopher Columbus. Honduras means depths, and as Columbus left, he coined the name for the country. Gracias a Dios que hemos salido de esas Honduras. Which means, thank God we have departed from those depths. That was their first Yelp review. If they put it on t-shirts, I'd buy one. There are reasons to visit Honduras. They have a beautiful island off the coast called Roatan. You can fly directly in and out of the island without visiting the mainland. That's its attraction. It's a trip in Honduras where you never have to set foot in Honduras. There are also Mayan ruins in Copan that are not to be missed. That's why we went to Honduras. Then the tour guide persuaded my wife to book an extra week to see the rest of the country. Big mistake. Every hotel clerk I met was crabby, the rooms leaked water, and the beaches were covered with nails and broken glass. Oh yeah, and I got kidnapped. I have so many complaints I often forget that one. But I don't blame Honduras. It was never meant to be a tourist destination. For over a century, their business was bananas. In fact, O. Henry coined a term when referring to Honduras. Banana Republic. In the early 20th century, they shipped so many bananas to America that banana peels became a public health threat. It's actually in the 1911 Boy Scout Manual. A scout's top two duties were help an old lady across the street, remove a banana skin from the pavement so that people may not fall. See that? There's two comedy cliches we were talking about earlier Clear in the podcast this shit has structure Honduras' banana business took a huge hit in 1998 when Hurricane Mitch drowned many of the crops. It's considered the worst hurricane of the past 200 years and the worst Mitch outside of the U.S. Senate. Hurricane Mitch destroyed as much as 80% of the banana crop. Many who worked in the banana business moved grudgingly into the hospitality business. And you should never ever go into hospitality grudgingly. Just imagine if you woke up tomorrow and your home had turned overnight into a motel and you had to serve breakfast to me. You'd be pissed. Well, in Honduras, they're pissed too. They're especially bitter towards Costa Rica, a nearby country that went into the tourist business and actually made a go of it. Anytime my guide in Honduras saw a driver go too fast, too slow, too erratic, or too cautious, he grumbled, He drives like a Costa Rican. Still, that's one of those great discoveries you make when traveling. Every country has another country they hate. Malaysians complain about Bangladeshis coming in to steal their jobs. Ecuadorians don't like Venezuelans, and Libyans resent people who sneak in from Cameroon seeking a better way of life. Yes, Libya, where the living is easy. Still, Honduras has that great ability to take a bad situation and make it much, much worse. When life gives them lemons, they throw the lemons at Costa Ricans. One day, a teenage boy was our tour guide. He was excited that soon he'd be voting for president for the first time. Who are you supporting, I asked? The dictator. Wait, you know he's a dictator, but you're still voting for him? I think he will be a good dictator. Historical note, he wasn't. He was elected president, and two days later, he fired the entire government. And since then, things have just gotten worse. We'd visited the capital city of Tegul At the time, it was famous for... Well, nothing, really. But now it has the second-highest homicide rate of any national capital. Watch your back, Caracas. Tegucigalpa is number two, with a bullet. Another city we visited, San Pedro Sula, has been named the most dangerous non-war zone on Earth. This was my vacation! San Pedro Sula is also the birthplace of Carlos Mencia, who may be Honduras' greatest cultural export. If you haven't heard of him, Maxim Magazine called Carlos Mencia one of the worst comedians of all time. George Lopez said the comedian stole 13 minutes of material from him. I couldn't believe it! George Lopez has 13 minutes of material? Mencia is also accused of stealing jokes from Bill Cosby. Who do you root for in that story? That's why I was so happy to be leaving Honduras. The tour company hired a car to take us to our next stop guatemala the driver was a big angry man who looked and muttered like bluto in the old popeye cartoons the trip got off to a bad start when he needed to use an atm it was a hundred degrees out and he left us standing on the hot asphalt of a mall parking lot for two hours in a panic my wife called the tour company Moments later, the angry driver burst out of the mall, carrying a steak dinner to go for himself. Why do you call my boss? He thundered. We didn't know what happened to you. My wife said. He said. i just going to use the ATM, that is all. I said. I guess that's one of those ATMs that dispenses steak dinners. Now that we were all sweaty and angry, we set off on an eight hour drive through the jungle. Minutes into the trip, the driver demanded, Give me a hundred dollars or I will turn you out into the jungle. No, I replied. All right, 100 quetzals. That's the local currency. He had immediately lowered his ransom demand to $12. He wasn't even a good kidnapper. Well, again, I said no. I wasn't being heroic. I just wasn't paying attention. When he said he wanted $100, I thought he wanted to go to another ATM. Now, angrier than ever, he roared down the road, running over a rooster along the way. You just ran over a chicken, I said. I don't care. (laughs) Whoa, baby. Big man. He drove us straight to Guatemala, doing 90 the whole way. We had prepaid him for lunch, but he refused to stop for it. Yes, I was 53 years old and a bully stole my lunch money. My week in Honduras was just like a horror movie, right up to the shock ending. As we happily signed into our Guatemalan hotel, the monster returned. Our angry driver burst into the lobby, waving a piece of paper. You have to sign this. Tell the company I did a good job. We refused. He started yelling. The hotel clerk called the police who dragged our driver away. Then the Guatemalan hotel clerk did something I hadn't seen all week in Honduras. He smiled. We had a great stay in Guatemala. The people were nice, the coffee was delicious, and the Mayan ruins are the best in the world. They are so haunting and otherworldly, a scene from the first Star Wars was shot there. The Millennium Falcon lands atop a Mayan ruin called Temple 4. Even Han Solo knew to skip Honduras. It's a comforting rule of travel that every inhospitable country has a much nicer version of itself just across the border. Honduras has Guatemala, North Korea has South Korea, the U.S. has Canada. Hi Mr. Man! Hey everybody, it's Shorty the Elf. He only appears when our show is too short. How are we today, Shorty? You're two minutes under. Wow, how are we gonna fill that? You could have sex twice (laughs) all right send in your mom and your sister and two bags screw you mr man i know how to fill the time with a fun true fact from the world of travel do you know what the most popular cartoon is outside the west Tom and Jerry. Walk into any Turkish bazaar, Asian market, or Persian souk, and you'll see Tom and Jerry blankets, bottles, bibs, and cribs. More than any other characters. And they're all cheap knockoffs. How can you tell? They never seem to get the names right. I've seen Jerry and Tom, Mott and Jerry, and my favorite, Jerry and Not. Shorty, how we doing on time? I just need 10 more seconds with your wife. And... Shorty, you little shrimp. I have a vitamin deficiency. What Am I Doing Here was written and performed by Mike Reese and produced by Josh Perillo, featuring Denise Reese as herself, with additional voices by Trevor Morris, Mike's funny doorman.